0: So, hello, guys. My my name is Brahim M. Kalon. I am the host here at um, Kingdom Grace Studio. I'm here with Dr. Teresa, and um, she is um, also, she is a woman of God, a minister, and um, a counselor, a social service worker for children. But I'm going to allow her to tell us about herself and uh, her ministries, her profession, and any other endeavors that she engages into. So, Dr. Teresa, it's all yours.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's um, a privilege and also an honor. I am, of course, my name, Teresa. I really like to be referred to as Sister Teresa or Teresa. Sometimes these big titles, we hide behind the big titles and all of that. I am um, the founder of the Bam of Gilead Ministries in the United States and co-founder of Lofty Heights International Ministries, Canada, United States, and in Nigeria. I am an ordained minister. I am pastor a church. But now, since the COVID outbreak, I um everything has been virtual. Um, I'm um an intercessor. I um I my prayer focus is praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Hmm. And um, I am an author, I'm a publisher, I have published. At least five, six books now, and I do self-publishing. I'm a radio and TV host. Wow. I host them um, gray is also a color, new beginnings, and then um, part to recover wow. on the um, radio and um, television. I am a chancellor or a dean of um, a school. Uh, university affiliated with the um, Isaiah University of the Holy Ghost in Florida, and I'm the dean. I am um, also I'm a businesswoman. I am um, I have my brand products, honey, Bam of Gilead honey, and uh, Bam of Gilead anointing oil. I know if you use the word anointing oil, people are like, oh my God, is she a charlatan? No, <laughs> they came from. The products were founded from a place of fire and affliction. Um, I uh, went through a lot of um, pain and grief when my husband passed away. Life happened to me, and um, I I refused to be consoled. But um, thank God, I had an encounter with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so I um, started those products, honey. My life was bitter, like Naomi said, don't call me Naomi, don't call me sweet. There is nothing sweet or pleasant about me. Call me Mara, bitterness. And Mm -hmm. so from that state of bitterness, the Lord, the Holy Spirit with inspiration, I started the product the balm of Gilead honey with Amish people and it's you know honey is sweet honey is an antioxidant and so it was mirroring what was happening in my life from bitterness to sweetness to honey and of course the anointing oil it is the anointing that breaks the yoke so that yoke of depression and bitterness finally was broken in my life. And it's a product called the Bam of Gilead Oil and the Bam of Gilead Honey. I'm a mother. I am child welfare specialist. I'm a child welfare worker. I'm a behavioral therapist. And uh, I work with children with autism on the spectrum. And so I'm an AB applied behavior analysis um, therapist, and um, I'm a songwriter. I have a single. Um, I live to sing, and wow. that's um, in a nutshell.
0: Wow! wow who I am. Wow, that's that's quite a lot of of, <laughs> of things that you do, and uh, it reminds me of of the virtuous woman. And she's a mother, she's an investor, she, she's, a, she's a worker, she's a community leader, you know, because in life, we have to wear many hats, yeah. you know, you, know you, you are in ministry, you are also a professional, you're also involved in your community, you're also involved in the life of your family, right. that's just how life is, you know, right. thank you so much uh, for sharing all these amazing things about you and what you're doing. And all of them are very impactful. And um, and when you said that you started a, a product, a brand product, as a result of a problem. And because most times we, we don't want to make use of our problems. We don't see our challenges as opportunities. We don't see our problems as solutions. Right. So I really appreciate you and, and respect you for for not allowing yourself to be bitter, but to make something sweet out of your pain. And I believe this is something that people need to hear, you know, because people have been dejected, they have been put down, they have given up. So now the other question I wanna ask you is, this is regarding our family and um, Mm -hmm. uh, you being a, a widow, and then you talked about uh, recovery and, and restoration.
1: Right.
0: I have a verse in Psalm 46, verse 5. It says, God is within her. She will not right. fail. God right. will help her at break of day. So right. this recovery process, because most people in life don't believe that recovery is possible. Right. And, and you're saying that you want to be remembered, somebody who believes in people. Right. And you know what? They can change. No matter your past, yeah. it's possible. Yes. So tell us, tell the audience, the power of recovery and restoration from, from loss, from setback, from pain, from disappointment, from people pushing you aside, from people doubting you. Tell us, how, do, how, how can I recover? How can I be restored once again? To believe that there is a life after the tunnel
1: of darkness. You know, this key scripture in the beginning Mm. when the earth was without form and it was without void. Mm. So, I read in the beginning the earth was without form, was without void. And some translations put it in a fine way soup of nothingness. So, what that scripture tells us is that in the beginning, the earth lost power. There was no light. I, I am Nigerian, and of course, you oh, never have taken light, you know, darkness. So, earth lost power, total confusion. Devastation. There was nothing. Then the Spirit of God hovered over the face of the deep, over the waters. Some translation has it that brood. And after that, then the power of creation. And so reading that, assimilating it and comprehending it and allowing it, you know, chewing it. If once upon a time, this earth that we see lost everything Then the power of God, the power of the Holy Ghost came in contact with that that was nothing. No hope, no mm. life, complete desolation, complete mm. confusion. Mm. And look at the earth and look at the nations of the earth. Mm, 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 How mm. much more? Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Powerful. And as I laid on my bed, you know, meditating on this verse, the power, so we need power to recover. The power of the Holy Ghost that made Earth recover. Mm, mm, and mm. I knew that all oh, most of what I had to do was to make the Holy Ghost my senior partner, to just surrender. You know, I always had people around wanting to do me favors without me asking for them. You know, yes, people offered to do things without me asking for them. But when all of this happened, and so when there's something to be done, I believe I'm a smart woman. Yeah, okay, read it, study it, and then you know, come up with it. And it was working, or somebody from somewhere would just come and offer to do it without me asking for help. But the time came, all that I thought I knew failed. Everyone I knew turned their back. They were, no, they, they were not even there. Betrayal, disappointment. And so this forced me. I knew that the only way out, I, have no, I don't know any other thing than you know those days when I was operating in flesh. And I was a minister. But I believed in the power of my strength and my ability and my Mm, mm, know-how but all that failed Mm. and i knew that the only way out was to go back to god those that put their trust in him will never be put to shame i knew it i was fully persuaded that God created me for a purpose. I was fully persuaded that my life was not a life of bitterness and loss, And so if it was not like that in the beginning, Mm, 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 mm. then there could be a change. And how would that change come? Job said, I will wait until my change comes. And I knew that my change was not going to come from what I could do because all that had failed. That's right, that's right. And I heeded, I surrendered, and the restoration process began. And today, whatever message I preach, it begins with recovery or ends with recovery people fondly refer to me as the apostle of recovery.
0: <laughs> wow, wow, wow. And, and just to take some of the things that you mentioned, that humanly speaking, we tried everything. But when you come to a, a point in your life where you cannot help yourself, people can no longer help you, Right, and the only source that you have is to look unto God, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah, and and thank you so much for bringing up this insight of creation, when when the Bible says it was without form, it was void and darkness, and then the Holy Spirit over it. Yeah. If God can do that for creation, who are we that are made in the image and likeness of God?
1: I don't You've understand
0: got it. Honestly speaking, in Ephesians right. chapter two, verse ten, the Bible says that if we are God's and the work masterpiece right. created in Christ Jesus to do good works which mm-hmm. God prepared in advance for us to do right women empowerment for purpose and success so so how can women believe that they are God's masterpiece that they were they are made
1: for good works Especially right. to young women, you know. First and foremost, I like to, you know, just point this out. Thank God for social media, but the advent of um, social media is um, a double-edged sword the positive
0: Mm,
1: mm. and the negative
0: absolutely
1: are there empowerment you know when we're talking about empowerment we're talking about you know somebody a woman's you know viewpoint you know making that effort to see where they are coming from raising their status through education you know Awareness and then all of that, empowering them socially, economically, and all of that put together. But with social media, a lot of um, things has gone under the bridge, um. People now have this, women now have this false sense of what empowerment is. Mm. To a woman, empowerment is when they are able to, you know, wear the expensive weaves, the jewelry, and the real thing, the real deal Mm. has become almost like Second place. You know, right. This dark phenomenon in our society. How do women, ha- the word affirm means to assert strongly, right? Yes. And to offer support. So, first and foremost, we have to. Women have to know who you are. Who are you? And whose are you? Mm-hmm. You have to understand who are you? Who am I? And whose are you? For me, um as a widow, I've heard all people talk about oh i'm doing a program for widow and thank god for what god is allowing them to do now what is that program they are doing for widows christmas oh they buy some bags of rice some bags of this (laughs) some bags of land there's nothing wrong with it yes yes (laughs) and they put them in bags And they buy the prints and they give them as good as they are. Are you kidding me? That's not empowerment. Mm. I don't call that empowerment. As a matter of fact, I do take it personal Mm. when I see people do that. My father died when he was 41. So my mother was widowed at a young age, 38. She didn't remarry, and there were four of us, and my mom raised us up. So now, being a widow, and I see these things, I'm like, are you kidding me? Is this a joke? And the people who I'm close with, I've called them to say, okay, you want to do this as good as it is. After you give this, three cups of rice and this and this and that what happens the next day mm. and the annoying part of it is you splash it all over Facebook deep down you think you've done something well like I don't think so now I had to use the widow us because it's something I'm very passionate about now How would one empower a widow? Mm. I'm a widow. However, what a widow that has no means, what that widow needs may necessarily not be what I need. So if I have to empower a widow, I have to look at that person you have no means, you have no source of income. Like, okay, what is it that you can do? Mm. I don't believe in like what a lot of people do. I don't believe in buying bags of rice and beans and this and give the widows in cups, cups, cups. And after they eat for Christmas day, they go hungry. I would rather, which is what I have done and what I continue to do. My birthday was May 19, And I said, you know, I'm going to sow in the life of widows. And this is what I do on an ongoing basis. Since I'm not going to have a party. Now the money I would have used to have the party, I'm going to bring some people together. and divide the money look critically at what can i do to empower them to set up a business or something they can do mm. that mm. they wouldn't be hungry the next day they can pay the fees send their children to school and give them a new lease of life mm. and i did just that but you would not see me during Christmas do all those. I'm sure the intention is good, but yes. I have a problem with it. Hmm. So so
0: what, what I'm taking from, from, from you regarding empowerment is not just you giving people something. You
1: have to enable them. To exactly. On your own. Exactly. not giving them handout or the crumps. Mm, mm, mm. For sure
0: I think you're you're, you're you're absolutely right on this because um if we don't empower those who are vulnerable, those who are weak, those who have gone through something, when we start giving them something, we, we make them feel as if they are weak absolutely we make them feel as if they are incapable right when 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 possible for for young women to possess the the attitude and an attribute of of a virtuous woman
1: you know <laughs> the proverbs 31 woman once upon a time there was this women conference
0: yes and
1: it was uh, the theme of the conference the total woman,
0: mm, total woman powerful. and
1: total woman. And you know, most times when there is a women woman conference or female conference, the center is always on proverbs thirty one. And as I read, proverbs thirty one is something I have read again and again and again. and uh, I read Proverbs 31 and I said, This woman must be a superwoman <laughs> doing all of these. How? Mm. This is impossible for somebody, you know, like, oh, she spins, she makes, she cooks, she does this. And like, this woman doesn't sleep, she doesn't rest, she's sleep deprived. She's just going to, just, she must be cranky because when you're sleep deprived, you're cranky, you're all that. And I used to like, you know what, that's impossible. And I rounded off that message by saying, you know, that total woman, looking at the definition of total, total is the sum of who you are, right?
0: Yes, yes.
1: It can also be defined as if you drive a car and you get into an accident, and the car is a write-off. What do you say? The car is totaled, right? I said so. At the end of the day, I'm not sure what this means. The total can. Is it possible? But I know that in Christ we are complete. However. Yes. I read it again without any bias because we read the word of God is the word of God. Yes. It's evergreen. Sometimes we always want to apply the word of God, like, you know, yeah, that's what happened in the ancient Mm. um, Mm. past. It does not apply to us. Mm. in this 21st century. That's true. So we can't pick and choose and say this word doesn't apply to me now. It applies in the past century. We cannot pick and choose. It's either we taking the word of God for what it is or we leave it alone. And then I now read this Proverbs woman and what the Proverbs woman is telling us is that this woman loves Jesus with all her heart. She serves God with all her heart, with her mind, with her soul. She seeks his will for her life. She follows his ways. In marriage, she is Paid for. She is a helpmeet. She is trustworthy. She is the bride of Christ for the one who would say, I am not married. So the proverbs woman only applies to one who is married. No, this proverbs woman is the bride of Christ, and mm-hmm. you do not need an earthly husband to be a virtuous woman. Mm-hmm. She's a loving mother. She mm-hmm. loves her children. And that is why they call her blessed. She nurtures her children. She teaches them in the way of the Lord. She disciplines them with love, with care. She takes care of their physical, their mental, their spiritual needs. She makes healthy meals for the family. She just does not give them pizza or burger because whatever is happening to them is a priority. She's kind. She's industrious. She spends her time well, not, you know, mm, mm. dwelling on things that are not pleasing to God. She is creative, mm. she embraces beauty, she grooms herself well, she has not just the fine, but also the inner beauty that comes from God. Mm, mm. So is it possible? For, of course, yes. Why? Because the word of God is useful for instruction, for correction, and reprove. It was relevant in those days, and it is still relevant now.